0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners.
1: Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. From the website GirlfriendIt.com and the movement GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com.
2: Well, what will it take for you to do the remarkable in an area of your life? Like an area such as like your physical discipline, um, your leadership, time management. Perhaps education <laughs> exactly. It's interesting that you would
3: use those areas because I have a tendency to think that if you are successful in, for example, time management and physical discipline, that's going to bleed into everything else in your life. Well, I think
2: it does. I think when you're energized in one area of your life, it does cross over into the other energizes and other areas of your life. And it's like other energizes, yeah, <laughs> other energizes of your life. Let's do radio this day and talk. Um, and so here's a quote that we like. Nobody's a natural. You work hard to get good and then work to get better. It's hard to stay on top. And it really is all about discipline. Definitely.
3: And hard work. You know, we always talk about the 10,000-hour rules um, that we we read in the book one time. And that made so much sense that you you can't just put 10,000 hours in and, um, I mean, you have to put those 10,000 hours, 10,000 hours in to something that you're good at, or at least learn how to get or passionate good at that. about, yes, are passionate about, and then do it right. And then you just keep getting better and better and better.
2: But it does take a lot of work. And so many times we think, oh, we've arrived and now I can kind of slack off and I don't have to work as hard, but you really do have to keep stay in the game and keep improving and keep learning and keep disciplining yourself. Well,
3: because so many times, we think, oh, I'm not gifted at that, so I just give up. And you, you especially see it now, not, not knocking the, the next generation, but because they always got to trophy at every single thing that they did. Then they realize, well, maybe I'm not so good at that, so I'm just going <laughs> to quit. I'm not going to try to persevere and get better at this. And so in finding that thing that they're good at, they just they quit doing everything. And we all do that, too. You go, oh, I'm not good it's at that. It's easy to get
2: discouraged. Yes.
3: And set a fight for it and get better at it and put in your 10,000 hours.
2: And do what it takes to find what you're passionate about, what you're good at, and then invest the time and the energy and to really improving and to growing. Well, today on Girlfriend at Radio, we have two amazing guests who really have lived and breathed what we're going to call the D word today, which is discipline, um, to truly accomplish and do the remarkable and so, welcome to Girlfriend at Radio. This is Patty
3: and Lisa, and we are all about rallying women to do the remarkable, whether that is in your company,
2: your family, your ministry, or just even in your friendships. And it really does go back to we love to provide resources and relationships to women because so many times you go, I wish I knew of something out there that could help me with this. And it really, what we kind of, our little mantra is like, you really do learn better in groups. And even on Monday night, we rallied a group of valley leaders. that really are passionate about you know, a certain cause or a certain ministry or a certain organization. We, and we rally them together just to share ideas so we can walk away with resources and with other connections. Well, Monday night was amazing, if I do say so myself. <laughs> of course you will.
3: It was so highly energized. We had so many incredible, I keep saying so, so, we had so, so many incredible women, just high capacity women, and we had Kathy Harrod come speak, and just listening to all that she does was amazing. She's one of the most influential women in Arizona and is so passionate about researching the laws and the propositions and who's she's running She's the president to, of
2: Center for Arizona Policy, and with that, she really does... She's in the, on the front lines, in the trenches, really researching.
3: Yeah, so we can be better informed. She does all of, our, all of the hard work, all the homework, so we can and go and... And I'm okay and, with
2: that. Yes,
3: we can <laughs> vote
2: and Gleam. be responsible, yes. Exactly. She makes us look better, and that <laughs> isn't what girlfriends are all about, is they help us and make us look better. You make me look better. I just want you to say, <laughs> help me. <laughs> Why, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> well, we want to introduce our first guest, and it's Colonel Cami Spence. And, okay, so we had to go and look up because we're not from military background. So you hear these titles, and I never really know what the rank is or anything. So when we pulled up, we Googled what Colonel is, and we both were, like, blown away because Colonel is just one like title below, Brigadier General, and I have heard a Brigadier General, which I know is like those are the big big guys. And we
3: were already in awe of Cammy, but now, but now we are really in
2: awe, Cammy, feeling not we, worthy to even have her on the show. We with need us. to put the red carpet out now that we really realize, and do the drum roll, <laughs> and as as Cammy joins us today. But Cammy Spence is is just a girlfriend and a woman who is high capacity, who is who epitomizes discipline because you don't become a colonel and after all these years without really sticking in and being disciplined especially in a boys club I exactly mean, military is definitely a boys club exactly and cammy loves horses she loves people she loves music and she loves our country she's just one of those girlfriends that you just got to get to know and so cammy welcome to girlfriend at radio how are you i'm fine thank you well we are truly excited to have you on and we just want to sit and just glean from you and a lot of your experience and we know that you have really had some experiences that many of us would only read about. But first of all, go back. How long have you been in the military?
3: I've been in the military 25 years.
2: Wow, 25 years.
3: And, Kami, you are such an inspiration to so many people, and you've obviously seen so much suffering, um, even at such a young age. And, and I believe you were a new mother when you had a tragic in your life. Do you mind sharing that story with us? I don't mind at all. Um,
4: I was 29 years old, and it was back in 1992 over a Labor Day weekend, and my my husband was traveling with both our three-year-old son and our 11-month-old little girl to Arizona. We had made a decision. We were both in the military, and we had decided that it didn't necessarily have the lifestyle for us to raise our family. He was on his way to Arizona for two weeks of interviewing and decided that he would take our two children with him since I was six months pregnant and still on active duty at uh, Fort Rucker, Alabama. So he had departed, and unfortunately during that trip the, the plane had crashed. Um, my, I lost my husband. But my two children had survived, though they were both um, in intensive care. Um, My son had a fractured skull, a torn liver, a separated knee, a broken arm, broken leg, and my daughter was in a coma with a traumatic brain injury. And um, a very good friend of ours was just in in, in terrible shape. He did survive, but he is a... um, A quadriplegic now he lives in Tempe Arizona Um, but my children did survive and um, so from that point on um, I was a very young widow and autumn came out of the hospital she was our 11 month old baby and the first week of December and I gave birth to our son Jordan on the 30th of December of that, uh, you know, that that same month. So I was now a, a young widow with uh, three children and I, a captain in the Army at the time. Mm.
2: That's just one of those experiences that as we're sitting here listening to, you can't even wrap your head and your heart around just even experiencing that. And, you know, what's always amazing to us is when you read or hear of people who have really done remarkable things and you really hear more you hear so much about the pain and the heartache and which is so much a part of people's journey to really overcoming and really doing remarkable things and and you're such i mean you just you know shared that and we forget that, part, that that's part of the journey that goes along with it and we just see so many times in our in our culture where people don't we avoid the pain and the discomfort at all costs and yet sometimes that is the very thing that that shapes us and and drives us, though we never wish to have that a part of our story. And how how did that affect, I, I mean, first of all, we can't even imagine surviving past that, a baby, and how do you process all that? So how do you come out of that? How do you process through that?
4: You know, um, looking back at it, of course, is a lot easier than living it. Um, and so often I go back to that day of the realization that, my husband was gone. You know, for being a, a very you know, young couple, um, it was it was just turned my world completely upside down. And I honestly have to say I could not have done that without God and my friends. Because when i was told by my father who my dad was the one who wanted to tell me um just because of all the circumstances that were around it um i was not notified properly they were actually calling me to find out how many people were in the airplane when i didn't actually even know there had been a crash um so there were a lot of things surrounding the the incident and my dad wanted knew i was pregnant uh, had a high risk pregnancy wanted to be the one to tell me they had the military police on Fort Rucker come to my home and have me call my dad. And I distinctly remember sliding down the wall that I was leaning on at the time Mm -hmm. and just, you know, sitting there and not having any idea what to do. And all I can say is that God carried me through that and some very close friends. You know, I was surrounded with the military families who came to my home that night, um, a friend who helped me pack. I mean, I I don't even remember taking a suitcase out. Um, she helped me put what she could that would fit me because, you know, I was six months pregnant.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I was in the military, so I was mostly just wearing my military maternity uniform every day, so I had minimal stuff that actually fit me. And so she put, you know, what she could in the suitcase, and they took me to the airport the next morning. I couldn't even go that night because we lived in in a you know, small town there in Fort Rucker, Alabama. The airport was already closed for the evening. The general on Fort Rucker, they actually flew me in his plane the next morning, to louisiana where the crash had occurred took me in a taxi to the hospital
3: and colonel spence at that point we're going to go ahead and take a break here shortly so hold that thought and we want to hear even uh, more of these details and so um once again we just want to thank you for being on the show today and stay with us we'll be right back thank you
1: Is Girlfriended on TogiNap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these.
0: If you've ever been confused about the facts surrounding non-surgical rejuvenation and cosmetic plastic surgery, we're pleased to introduce to the Rockstar Radio Network audience Spirit Lift, plastic surgery for the soul. Each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, host Kim McKenna and plastic surgeon Dr. Sadi Arfani will help dispel the myths surrounding this exciting field and lift the veil of mystery on a very important topic. With advances in nutrition and self-care, many of us want to look as young and vibrant outside as we feel inside. Plus, listeners will be able to call in live and share their questions and get advice on the air. A show where you will learn how to look and feel your best and be your best. Join us to have your spirit lifted on Spirit Lift Plastic Surgery for the Soul each Thursday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, President of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job Job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, NBA, and the show, check out his website, successfullyunemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, NBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on TogiNet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio.
2: Back to Girlfriend at Radio. We have been having um, just just such a special conversation with Colonel Cami Spence, who has been um, just sharing some of the heartache that uh, that's been a part of her journey. And yet, through it all, um, as we see Cammy and talk to her years later, she truly is doing remarkable things. But Cammy, we want to just kind of pick up on. It. So sorry we had to kind of take a quick break, but you were talking about you know one of the most devastating times in your life and the loss of you know your your husband and. and you here you are, six months pregnant. You have two young children, and just the effects on that. Just kind of walk us through. You were kind of like the next morning, and and let's just kind of go into just some things that you have learned, even over the years of just how you really lead your life, and and through discipline and just perseverance, and and with hope.
4: Okay, well, it may sound a little cliche, but uh, you know you've you've heard the saying when you're sir, when you have lemons, you make lemon lemonade or or however you're going to perceive that, but, um, you know, that was the hand that I was dealt, and it wasn't a good hand. It wasn't an easy hand by any means, um, and I was in an organization that is is often, especially during the time when I got into the service, was not always the most female-friendly type of organization, and so I've had my struggles, but... And I knew after the accident that I would face some hardships with that. Not that I wanted anything special, but I knew it was difficult, it was a difficult road. And now I was actually changing jobs. I was moved from Fort Rucker due to the accident with my children, they flew them to Texas. And so here I was going into a brand new job, new position. And at this point now, I was seven months pregnant. It's always hard going into a new position because you're like, you know, how are people going to take me in? But I've always had a very positive attitude when I went in anywhere. I don't go in with a chip on my shoulder that I'm a female, haven't proved myself. I've never had that line. I I learned very early on with with my father that um, you get where you are from a lot of hard work, listening more than talking, And knowing that you don't always have all the answers and don't try to fake like you know everything or that you have all the answers, and you'll gain much more respect that way. And, you know, everyone knew when I was coming into this new phase in my life that I was in some difficult circumstances. So enough said with that, and I went on to... OK, this is the situation that I have. I need to find childcare and get some assistance. My family was wonderful with that. And I proceeded to go on with my work um, as I knew I could. And it really kind of helped direct me to keep my mind um, focused on the next day, because there was so much going on at home with the recovery. Um, and I really, I'm not sure how to put this in, in words, but I, I really thank the military, although it's difficult at times, but helping me maintain that focus. And as the years went on, I realized how those experiences helped me later even in my work because then I could have that uh, compassion for those who are going through difficult times. And I could see how I was placed in leadership roles where I would go off of that experience that I'd had. Mm -hmm. And And so it truly had benefited me. If you could say that, here you had this terrible thing that happened in your life, but it has helped me many, many times in the future. Not just me, but it helped me help others to continue because it is, it is a difficult place being a, a female in, in the military but you know it's difficult being a man in the military too. It's not an easy job. Every time you change location, people are looking at you as to what are you bringing to the unit, what is your knowledge level, how what is your style of leadership? Mm -hmm. Are you going to come in and change everything? And you just have to go in knowing that I got to where I am. I've attained this job or this promotion, this rank, because of the things not only that I've done, but what somebody else saw in me that they knew that I was capable or had the potential to do. And And so now it's your time to stand up and do it.
3: I love that cami where you're uh first of all that your you know attitude is everything and we know that but as you said, you're a female going in there and you learned from your father. You don't go in with the chip on your shoulder. You go in there as I'm, I'm equal and I have my leadership skills to um, for you guys to gain from. And uh, the biggest thing, I, I laugh because this is my, my biggest struggle, is uh, to listen. To listen more than you're talking and you don't have to act like you've got it all figured out. So tell us, uh, share a story where you've really had to struggle with that. You know, so many of our listeners are female listeners, and um, they are dealing in leadership with some of them being in a man's world. Um, Where where was there an area in your life or in your leadership where you really struggled with that?
4: You know, I'd have to say the very first one was my very first assignment in Germany as a lieutenant because I was going in as a brand-new officer, and I would be in charge. I'd be leading those who were, in some cases, twice my age. And I went in and I actually went to the truck master, I was transportation officer, so I had a whole lot of trucks that were we were responsible for moving things and I had a an older maintenance NCO as well. And I just went in there and said, Look, what do I need to know so that I can lead my platoons and get the missions done? And I think they were shocked. They looked at me and they said, Ma'am, you need to buy a pair of coveralls and let's go out and learn these trucks. And that's how they said it. And I went and bought coveralls and they took me up over every direction on, the, on those trucks. And I did. It was hard to just sit there and, and listen and be that student when here you're supposed to be the one that's leading. But in doing that... They had a, the utmost respect for me mm-hmm. and were willing to follow me anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that same attitude as a lieutenant colonel, when I had soldiers around me, when I came into a new area of training that I went out and I let them do the talking and them show me what their training lane, and this had to do with training, Soldiers who were going to be mobilized and deployed to areas in Iraq or other. And, you know, I was coming into this, and so I sat back and I went and watched, and I watched first and listened. And then, of course, I would add if I saw something or had a question, but you have to take it in first before you make any changes. In some cases, there may not be changes to make. But and that's a hard thing. And depending on your personality, it was a hard thing for me to sit back and mm-hmm. and just take it in first before you act on anything.
3: That is such a good point to have to take it in first because. Uh, many times as leaders, we want people to go, we know what we're doing, we're in control, we've got this figured out, and, you know, follow me. <laughs> and they're not going to follow you if they don't trust you, and they don't see that you are soaking in every single, and, and like you said, listening to them. Even if it's on an individual basis to go, and sometimes when you're when you're new into an area, it's all about figuring out the relationships and who you're dealing with and just listening to what the needs are. So that's a great story.
2: Well, and Cammy, what is, uh, obviously you're in a unique um, environment with, with the military, and, and it's its own culture, own DNA, own style of leadership. What is something that you can share with us that you have learned from just leadership principles from being in the military that that we can glean from just in our civilian lives? <laughs> you know,
4: there's, there's an awful lot of direct comparisons with any organization, whether it be the military or, or the corporate world. And I think the biggest thing is you, your expectations are that you can't expect everyone to be doing things for you or because you come into a leadership role that automatically they're going to look at you as the leader. That when you go into a position – you're going to expect to work hard regardless at what level that you are at, whether it's to learn that new organization, learn about that company and that role, and then take everything that you have and, and apply it, and you're going to make mistakes. When you make the mistake, your integrity should kick in and say, and own up to that mistake. Okay, maybe I went about this the wrong way.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Let's regroup, and how can we? go about this the right way and if there's the one thing i would say is to understand that everyone is human Mm -hmm. and that you're going to make errors and the worst thing you could do as a leader is try to hide that you made an error because you want other people to notice that you're human too because then it it gives them that strength and that leeway to say, you know, it's okay. Look, she or he, whatever, she went out there and did what she thought was right would work. Well, maybe it didn't work out so well, but you know she owned up to it and and we've recovered from it.
3: Mhm. And that's that brings so much trust because there's, there's always going to be someone who knows, hey, she, she messed up big time and, and she's just shoving this underneath the bus. Rather than owning up to it, then you know, okay, I can trust this person because they're going to own up to, to everything and they're going to be honest with us in all, all areas. So um, that, that is so true. You know, we, we are down to our last minute before um, we go into another commercial break. If there's just one tip Actually, we have thirty seconds. So, one tip Candy, that you can give our <laughs> listeners—what would that be? Um, as a leader, always continue to learn first
5: mm.
4: in your leadership. You know, there's no leading without gaining knowledge. So, you constantly have to be gaining knowledge to lead.
3: I love that. And I, I think in, in learning, it's what books you're reading and who you're surrounding yourself with. And, and obviously, um, that is a great way, great tip for leadership. So thank you so much, Colonel. Thanks for being on the radio today. Here we are at Girlfriend It and we will be right back.
1: This is Girlfriended on Toginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriended. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these.
5: Holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on Togginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to heartfilledholidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on toginet.com.
1: Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium, Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and change people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out alexlaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show, on togynet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa.
5: Well,
3: welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. This is Lisa and Patty. And today we, di- we are discussing how to be remarkable through discipline. And our next remarkable guest is a dear, dear friend of mine, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Her name is Gina McDonough, and she is um, actually training my daughter. She's a fitness enthusiast, uh, a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified trainer, and for the last 30 years, she's been a personal trainer as well as um, quite a bit of experience in group fitness, but one of the things that's been so remarkable about Gina, as I've watched her in the last few years, is she is a breast cancer survivor, and she has such an incredible story. So welcome, Gina. How are you today? Hi,
6: Patty. <laughs> How are you?
2: Hi, hey. Gina. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> okay, I have to share uh, our story from yesterday, just really, really briefly, because here I am. <laughs> I am, I'm sitting, having my hair done and it's, you know, being colored and I'm in the chair and, you know, looking very attractive. And all of a sudden I hear somebody walk in the front door and saying, is Lisa here? And I'm thinking, who knows? I'm here having my hair done. And I get up, you know, I have my magazine in my hand and my hair looking really attractive. And there you are. And there's Patty's daughter. And then another friend of ours, Julie. And it was so fun because you got your, your shop is your gym is right next door where I get my hair and I, I had no idea. So I got a little tour of your place and absolutely loved it and was so impressed. So I just had to share my hair story because you really saw me real and raw there.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're all like that. We all get our hair done and you look beautiful anyways. But I think that was <laughs> such a God thing that you got to come in and see it before we got to talk about it.
2: It was, it was fun. It was really fun and impressive to see all that you have going on there and um, and just the people that are really disciplined there to making it happen in and, and life. And that's what we so appreciate. Just you are one of those people that truly live um, with discipline. And we know that discipline comes from doing and not from talking. And I would rather talk about discipline than do the discipline. So <laughs> you, you are inspiring. And
3: you are inspiring, Gina. That's the one thing I would, I would say is your number one gift is energizing others because, so many times and this this happens uh, in just what we had on our last guest in the military as well as in the corporate world that we know the facts sometimes you know you have this is what it takes to be successful mm-hmm. this is the skills we need you you need to hire this many competent people to accomplish this goal but the biggest problem, just like in, 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 you know, working out and to to get healthy, you know, gosh, if I eat chicken and fish and fruits and vegetables, guess what? I'm going to be healthy and most likely I'll lose weight. But how do we do it? We, we know why we should. It's just how do we get energized and stay motivated? And that is what you, you're just amazing at, at doing that. But I have to go back a little bit. I I need you just to share. I mean, obviously, you're at this point in your life. You've had all kinds of, you know, trials and tribulations. Share just in the last few years a little bit about how you were able, through discipline and um, staying focused, to survive breast cancer.
6: Patty, thanks. I love you dearly. I want to tell you that first. Um, It was the people in my life. I had been, in 2009, diagnosed with breast cancer. Just after snapping my Achilles and having a Achilles transplant, I did my annual mammogram. So all you girls out there, please do that, because if I did not do that, I might not be alive today. Um, so I worked through that through friends, and, of course, my faith in God got me through every step of the way with that, knowing that I can survive this and help others through my passion with fitness. Um, To discipline yourself, I think it's really to believe in yourself. It's like being in a burning car and you have to get out. You want to survive it. You want to work through it. Um, That's what got me to the point to survive the breast cancer and then on a daily basis motivate myself to exercise and know that I can help others. By If they come to me, I can help them find a way that works for them to help them lose weight, for instance, some people want to walk, some people want to do strength training, some people just need to have a partner to work out with. So I, I, I grab on to what works for them and help them get their goals reached by doing that. Um, never give up. If you mess up, you just pick yourself up again and start over. Um, there's a will, there's a way. And I think the biggest thing is believing in yourself and taking one step at a time. It doesn't have to be done all at once through diet and exercise, maybe starting with the exercise, changing little things every day in your life, um, but not doing everything at once because it's overwhelming with everything else you have in your life going on. And I was blessed by getting to do my passion by someone else bringing me in. um, And his name is Frank Vazozzi that owns TNT Fitness. His mom was a um, breast cancer, she actually passed away. He believed in me, got mm. me in here, and that 's how we got started here mm.
3: and so tell us a little bit as a listener um where where are you located, and uh what what type of like you said, you just kind of um basically customize it
6: to. We whatever. do. It's a very private studio where we can, you know, take you in a private room if you're uncomfortable working out with other people. We're located on um, Main Street between Val and Greenfield in Mesa, Arizona. It's 4012 Main Street. We have we offer 20 classes a week ranging from yoga to cycle, um, boot camp, and Zumba. And then we also have our personal training Prices range about $30 a session, Um, male, female, all ages. We have teen fitness. We have senior fitness. We have massages available, um, individualized programs. So all levels, all fitness levels. We have nutritional counseling. Um, So everybody's welcome to come in and kind of sit with us. There's a free assessment giving. You can call us at 480-924-5063 if you want to get started with us
3: that's awesome and you can also find out on girlfriendit.com on our website uh, a little bit more about Gina and how you can find her because it really is truly um, what you have what you and Frank are doing there is amazing and it's a lifesaver because when people can get energized and stay motivated to continue to get up every day and, and have the discipline to work out it really does transform uh, your life and you are are so good at that Gina what what motivates you? How do you stay so energized? I've never seen you, even Why I watched you go through all of your, your the trials with cancer, what makes you want to get up in the morning?
6: Well, as um, we are all human, women, depression, stress, no matter what was going on in my life, I knew that if I got up and did what I was supposed to do, 20 minutes of cardio, go out for that long walk, pump a little iron, something to get the endorphins kicking in our body, not thinking about I'm overweight or I don't feel good. Whatever the situation was that I was going through, I knew if I could get up with a smile on my face and get through that little 20, 40-minute workout, my life was better for that day. It made a change to keep moving, not to sit home, think about doing it. It's to get up and actually do the action. And that's
2: such a good, cause it's, it is hard to get motivated and it, it is all about just getting started. Exactly. And just doing something and, and then starting to make it into part of your daily routine and your habit. How do you, how do you motivate people that come in to like, that are just getting started and maybe in that overwhelmed and looking at, you know, I need to lose 50 pounds and it just seems so daunting. How do you, how do you start and just, cause so much of it is mental.
6: It is mental. And what I, I can preach on is to have that person come in and listen to their story and understand that don't look at the big picture right now. Just look at the steps. You're coming in today. We're going to get started. It's not going to be easy. It's just going to be daily changes. And I will take your daughter, for instance, she's been a gem, understood what she had to do, what she liked to do, and followed one day at a time. And she made it. She's Mm -hmm. been four months, lost 35 pounds, and she's going to reach her goal by December. So you set those little baby steps.
3: Mm -hmm. Where it's not so daunting. And I I think what's cool is when you let them see the daily, you just – and I love how you said that um, even for yourself. You have to get those endorphins going. I don't think people realize the drug of working out that um, how – we would have a less medicated world if we knew just getting that that dopamine drip or those endorphins going because it really you really do reach that high with that. You do. Yes, through you do. Your day, and I believe that's one thing you helped with. You know, you know, my daughter is letting her see how that it definitely energizes you. But you do it enough, you do it every day, and then
6: lo and behold, it becomes a habit. It does become a habit, and then if you break that habit, you realize how you don't want to feel like you did before, and you get back on track, and it's like having someone to support you along the way, and that's what we're here for.
2: Well, and that accountability really is everything. Having the the options Mm -hmm. is like even walking into into your gym. It was just you had so many options, which was great. So it's not like a one stop you know shop. And then there's people, and it was you know it was it was it seemed like a very fun place to be too because it's their accountability, and you're doing it with other people. And so much of all that, it's so much more fun to do it with somebody else, and to have somebody like you that's believing in somebody, a cheerleader, because we just, we all need a cheerleader in life, no matter what we're trying to accomplish and trying to do, knowing that somebody believes in you and will actually push you toward it. Because so many times we resist when people start holding us accountable for things, no matter what it is. And it's, it's being willing to go, I'm going to let somebody kick me <laughs> when I, you know, and, and give me that push that I need some to, to get, get past it.
6: Right, and again, about us a little bit is it does not matter what you look like when you come in here. You can come in here if you just get your hair done. You can come <laughs> in here in your T-shirt, just getting off work. We have doctors that come in here in their scrubs with tennis shoes. You have a busy life. Get your 30, 40 minutes in, and you're done. So it's not it's- a daunting two-hour workout. Yeah, come as you are and just do those, those baby steps. Correct. And you will get off your medicine. We have people that have gotten off high blood medication, cholesterol, without, um, you know, it's just the diet and the exercise, which we do. We all, You've said it before. We all know what to do. It's how to put the pieces together. Absolutely.
3: And on, on that thought, Gina, we are going to go into a commercial break, and we will be right back with Girlfriend at Radio. And we're so excited to hear a little bit more from you, Gina, so stay tuned.
1: This is Girlfriend on Toginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on GirlfriendIt.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended radio right after these. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Are you ready to get your WooHoo on? From business and branding to babies, best-selling books and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to WooHoo Radio, Love, Life, Business and the Pursuit of Happiness with your host, Lisa Stedman. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation and kick-butt action, best-selling author and chief WooHoo woman, Lisa Stedman wants to help you discover the WooHoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woohoo way of love, life, business and the pursuit of happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one size fits all approach to career, relationships and personal growth, get your weekly woohoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from boohoo of rock bottom into the woohoo of love, life, business and the pursuit of happiness. Check out her website lisastedman.com. Join us for woohoo radio, love, life, business and the pursuit of happiness. Wednesday the afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on toginet.com Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show, on toginet.com And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa.
3: Welcome back to Girlfriend at Radio with Lisa and Patty, and we are talking with Gina, a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified trainer. She is definitely a fitness enthusiast, and um, we are just learning all kinds of little tips. And Gina, I I have a, a funny story. I mean, I think we all relate to those stories where we've gone to a party, or we don't even have to go to a party. You're just at home <laughs> some days, and you you slowly just start grazing your way into sickness, even though... No, how Gina's at her workplace and apparently <laughs> apparently you're being called. See, people are listening to the radio right now and like text you Gina. But um, even yesterday my husband was he he wanted a Snickers bar and he went to the vending machine, which he rarely ever does that. He's just not a sugarholic like I am. And he goes, I had to talk myself out of it to the point that I kept going, okay, this is how I'm going to feel after I get done eating that Snickers bar. And then he went ahead and just had another cup of coffee, which he normally doesn't in the afternoon. But I, I, when he was telling me the story, I was laughing because I was like, okay, you talked yourself out of a Snickers bar. I'm in awe. (laughs) I'm just so amazed at that. But I know that that's what you focus on too, with your clients is letting them see the bigger picture. So how do you work with them on that?
6: Well, I think the biggest thing is accountability for the day. We get busy and we don't plan our day. And if you can plan your day where you have something with you, whether it be a protein bar, a snack, some nuts, where you don't choose that bad choice, Mm -hmm. then you satisfy your craving and you can get through to the next couple hours where you can eat your healthy meal. And you have to recall in your head how you're going to feel after you eat if you choose something that's high in sugar or too high in carbohydrates that's going to make you more tired, rather have your little prepared snack where you're going to have energy to finish your day, have more confidence. Emotionally, spiritually, we feel way better when we eat better. Pretty much everything we put in our body designs how we feel for the day
2: you know what? that is really true and I am I you I just want you to know you're inspiring me and motivating me because we had six lemon cookies oh because I made a batch of <laughs> yes I made a batch of like wonderful <laughs> lemon cookies the other day for our event you know and, and that and of course I had to make a double batch because you know I had to make sure I had some here and and it's one of those ones where you you literally can just walk by and before you know it you've eaten like a dozen cookies probably in a day you know and um, probably not that many but I could but it, it is one of those things you, and I like the planning and just even even being aware and thinking about what you're doing what you are putting in your body and what you're doing and i like what you said earlier i think when we in the first segment when you talked about um you know just do something little and i know if, like for me because i'm not i i'm not as disciplined in, in, with and with exercises of like a lot of you guys like you and gina and Anna uh, and carrie that's listening um but because you, to me, sometimes I think I have to do this, commit this large amount of time, and it's overwhelming. But it is twenty minutes, and that's so doable. So as I like start breaking it down into doable chunks and segments, exactly. Yeah, that is. And and our sound engineer
3: has lost sixty pounds. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell the Woo-hoo. world, but um, she's mumbling in the background that you can still eat chocolate and feel good all day. So. <laughs> 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 one piece, right?
2: <laughs> Does it have to be dark chocolate or can be milk?
6: I think dark chocolate is the best one for you. Do it you is, yes. do you eat dark chocolate? Do, do I you? eat dark? I do. I try, I am human. I have the same um, problem as Lisa with the cookies. But what I plan to do is when I bake, is that I I have my a good meal before I bake because I would eat the whole bowl yeah. of cookie dough. I'm and that's a human. Great t-
3: <laughs> yeah. And that is a good tip because I know even before you go to parties um you know just even eat an apple and a salad before you go because then otherwise you you go face down in the dip mm-hmm. and you don't realize how much you're you're truly eating. So and I love that you what you said, you know so many times we will plan our day with business or what we're doing to accomplish and, you know our our own goals and we fail to To do the healthy part of it, we just want to know. Okay, I've got to get this done today, and then all of a sudden, you know, twelve o'clock rolls around and we're starving. So it's easy to run into fast food or just grab something to eat. Which I did hear one time. Someone said, "You know, it would be just as easy and quick if you opened up a can of tuna and put it on, you know, lettuce, or even throw it on a piece of bread." Then sitting in line in a drive through And I thought, you know what, that is a good point. And then it takes
6: that food craving and that starvation away, and then you don't make the bad choice.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Well, you know what, um, one of the things that is just so, I want to, well, first of all, I want to hear how you, because this is always interesting to me, how did you get, to be such an enthusiast for fitness and exercise and really going, I really want to make this kind of my life and helping others. And how long have you been doing this?
6: You know, that's a funny tip. I was thinking back in high school. All my high school friends always thought I was crazy because I would be the exercise enthusiastic person because I knew how it made me feel when I was done. I don't know if I had deep of um, sadness sometimes or depression, but I knew what to do to make me feel good and more energetic And I just, it's a path that God led me in. I started when I was 15 working with Just Women and enjoyed it so much and got to watch these women transform their life, whether it be them feeling better about themselves or being able to walk better or get rid of the back pain or get off the medications. And it just slowly trickled down to where I figured out through the group fitness I could help more than one person at one time. So I inspired myself to teach, um, talk to women, and always knew that I wanted to go out on my own um, to work for myself so I could also take care of my family. And that's how I ended up here, by meeting Frank at my other job and, again, kind of connected with him because he had a loss with his mom with breast cancer, and he is also God faith-based and together we did this and it's's been working amazing
3: well how did you take that risk Gina so many times and we have a lot of listeners that they're kind of in a rut and in what they do and they want to take that risk but it's it's a big jump sometimes when you have to leave you know what you're doing daily what you're used to doing and do what you're passionate
2: and really more if you're passionate to your to your career
6: hmm right and it was a huge risk scared to death and to- to lose that paycheck, Um, hard work, believing in yourself, having the support of friends and family. And, again, I have to say having that one person, which was Frank, that invited me in to make me be able to start little. And, you know, my goal was to have six or seven clients the first month. And, you know, I've tripled, and this has been my first year, and I think what does it is really listening and caring about your clients, understanding I am not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, but knowing that we've all gone through that. I'm human. I eat the bowl of ice cream. I, you know, but I'm learning every day I, I get better, and I learn from listening to my clients how we can work together on making changes for their goals.
3: I, I think it's interesting because uh, our topic today we we wanted it to be on discipline, but it seems like the common thread is is listening, and that is so true. In order to have discipline, to know how to move forward, you have to you have to listen, and I think people forget that we go in e- either in the corporate world or in organizations. And we have a goal in our mind. Uh, this is how it's going to happen to take the mountain. And we don't energize the vision into others as well as listen to what their goals are and really, truly listen. And you also said, you, you know, you love your clients. And if you can't hear their story, you don't you don't know how to love them. You don't know what really fills their cup and what's motivating them and how you can even energize them. There's so much to be said for that.
2: Well, and I love what you're saying Gina, because we totally believe this, that really leadership is about empowering and helping others and helping them to be successful. And, and that's what we love to do—is really to pour into others to help them be remarkable. And you, like you said, you really can't do that unless you really listen to their heartbeat, to what what they need. And even Cami said that earlier. I went in and I said, "What's it going to take to make this mission successful?" Mm-hmm. And they told her. And so it's like just listening to listening to your to your own self and listening to others in that leadership, and really coming around each other and helping each other succeed and do. And and that's what's so cool about what you do because you do you do bring out the best in others and help them to become the best they can in that area of of just exercise and health and nutrition, which when you're energized in that area, really does go into other areas of your life.
3: Well, we only have a little over a minute, Gina, before, I can't believe the show has just gone so quickly. Um,
6: What would be a tip that you would leave for the listeners? I think one of my biggest tips is to, number one, believe in yourself And if you take care of yourself first, then you can really help take care of others. And don't forget who comes first, because if you're not there for your kids or your family, then you can't help them. Um, And energizing you or empowering you, you have to step out of your own box and ask for help. We're offering free assessments coming, and it doesn't cost a penny. We can hear your story, see if we can help you. In any way we can, we have a, anytime you want to come in here, we have a free month of classes. You can take a month of classes free, spinning, yoga, um, boot camp, Zumba, and just kind of get the feel what works for you or the class is going to work for you or maybe you need more individualized programs. So get up, get moving, and you are the only one that can change your life.
3: Well, what, what would be a tip? Cause you know, we hear that once again, it's like we can, we know the directions. It's how do we, how do we make it happen when you're saying, you know, you have to love yourself and, and we know as believers, you know, that get into God's word, figure out that, um, really believe the truth and not the lies. What would be another area too that you can go, how though do I love myself and not beat myself up? And well, you have to
6: do that all in 45 seconds. Okay, you have well, in my opinion, you have to think of all the, count your blessings first, Mm -hmm. you know, be positive of what you do have, don't think about what you don't have, think about who you are and how you can help others. And like I said before, step out of that box, get up and get moving, make it, reach out and reach out. Yeah. Reach out. Let people know that you need help. You know, show me a guidance. Give me a tip how I can start exercising. Give me a tip Um, how I I can make changes.
3: I love that. Reach out. So this day, this is your tip for the day and we will talk to you next week. Go out there and reach out and love yourself. Thanks, Gina.